Hello and welcome to the Ambitions Podcast. I'm Jared Grundy. I'm joined today by my colleague Becky Gench. Um, and we're going to talk about how we got into recruitment, a little bit about the recruitment industry, and its pitfalls, its challenges. So Becky, welcome and tell us, how did you get into the industry? Morning, Jared. My first job within recruitment was actually with Ambitions. And if I'm really honest with you, I didn't even know what recruitment consultant did. <laughs> I'd always worked in customer service, sales admin, I'd even been an estate agent. And um, I saw a role advertised um, in our Newark office. And at the time, I'd just moved locally to the area. I went for an interview and I clearly remember in my own mind, my mum saying to me, don't be disappointed because recruitment agencies advertise jobs they don't really have just to get you through the door. (laughs) Anyway, that wasn't the case. And I went for an interview with Ambitions. And the next week I started in the role. And if I'm honest, I probably still didn't know what I was going to be doing. And that's 25 years ago. Yeah, I'm a bit similar. I, um, I didn't even know the whole industry existed. After university, I sort of went straight into a career within the sector that I'd graduated in. And for various reasons, that, that changed. And a couple of years later, I found myself wanting work. And someone said, oh, go and register with an agency. And um, it never occurred to me before. And I, I went along to register with a high street agency. They sent me to a, a couple of temp jobs some of which I didn't have a clue what I was doing initially. But eventually I ended up, after a couple of months, I ended up in the recruitment company's head office working in payroll. I spent about a year, 18 months in payroll. And as part of that, I did a a programme where I went into one of the branches for a week, got a bit of a taste for it and thought, oh, quite fancy this. Is your payroll background where your love of spreadsheet come from? It is, yeah, my my love of spreadsheets. It might well be, because I was never very good at maths at school. (laughs) So maybe, I don't know, it could be. But um, I don't know, I... I did enjoy payroll, but I, when you see the other side, I spent a week in the local office, local to my home, and it was a bit of an ex- exercise in engagement with our uh, our customers, you know, having worked in payroll. And I really enjoyed it. I, th- I found the people were sort of like me. They were my age. It, I, I really enjoyed it and said, oh, I want to do this full time. And not quite as long as you, but that was 21 years ago. I think things have changed quite a lot since then, because I know that when I first started working in recruitment, I was actually educating companies about what recruitment agencies did. So it's interesting that I went for a job that I didn't know what it was really, and and you were fairly Mm, similar. I'm not sure that's the case now. I think there's around 40,000 recruitment agencies in in the country, you know, at any one point, and obviously they they come and go. So it's definitely a, a more established industry than it was when... When yeah. you and I sort of Absol- fell into it accidentally. Yeah, absolutely. I think the image of recruitment has changed. Like you say, it's a big industry. Roughly, I think the latest figures close to a forty billion pound turnover. So it's a significant size. And interestingly, one hundred twenty—well, depending on who you read—one hundred twenty or one hundred thirty, one hundred forty thousand employees within the sector, within the industry. So it's it's massive. And I think the days of people just falling into it are probably gone. I think that used to happen. I think a lot of people I've worked with, they just kind of stumbled upon recruitment. But like you say, that's probably changed a little bit. Oh, definitely. And I think that, you know, there's lots of graduate programmes out there. And I think that um, now companies really see us as an extension of their own HR or uh, recruitment departments. Um, And I think things have changed, haven't they, in terms of the flexibility, the the seasonal peaks of business. And our, our customers need to be able to be able to be more flexible it's interesting because it's easy to forget the role you play in supporting businesses and maybe a, a year or so I went to a, a seminar or a, an event where a, an Australian guy called Greg Savage who's a bit of a recruitment guru spoke and the one one of the things I took away from that is the the help you do as a recruitment business you help companies grow you help them manage their seasonal peaks and troughs and you help people find work and when you consider the value of all that we are an important industry 
you know, particularly like you say with the you know the likes of Amazon, who would be lost without their seasonal workforce. Um, it's a huge, a huge, huge part of of the of um, you know a huge sector to be in. Yeah, and I think as an individual, there's so much, there's so many different roles that you can undertake. And I think the thing that's kept me interested because I've now done it for 25 years, nearly, is one of the things I love is I love going into businesses and I love to understand how, you know, that piece of food perhaps got on my plate um, or how things are made. And that's what makes it interesting. Every day is different. Some days better than others. Some days are challenging. And some days have huge huge highs. But in, I can't think of another industry where you get so much variety. I mean, certainly I've done a number of different roles from consultant to branch manager to account manager and now to operations director. And I think that though being able to do because some of those roles are quite significantly different and having that flexibility it's almost felt like I've had a number of careers throughout my time in recruitment and I think you're quite similar aren't you yeah I am when I eventually started in an actual recruitment role I probably in my one of my previous companies that I was with for 14 or so years I probably had about seven or eight different roles in that time and that keeps you fresh it keeps you stimulated and interested. I was a temps consultant, a perms consultant. I worked regionally, I was an account manager. I did some work with suppliers. And there, there is such a wide range of roles. And ne- now I kind of do all those roles, bits of elements of all of those things I do now every day. Mm. Temps, perms, supplier management, client liaison, account management. My experience really benefits what I do now. And I think that whilst the principle of recruitment hasn't changed since we've first started in it one of the other things that I love is that things are, all, are always changing there's always a new piece of legislation that you need to get your heads around and look at how you're going to respond the labour market changes weekly hourly almost it feels like sometimes and then there's longer term changes that can affect it that you need to plan for so I think it's never it's never dull and it's never boring sometimes it's challenging uh, but that's probably what keeps us interested we refer to the perception perhaps as improved but it recruitment's no not always had a, a great perception there are some people that see us as a bit of a parasite I think no, but why, I, why do you think that is no I don't know really I think um I obviously made reference earlier I was very briefly a state agent six weeks um, but that was thanks to my brother-in-law who's been an estate agent most of his life and we always used to laugh at dinner to say oh who do you think people hate more me or you <laughs> recruitment consultants estate agents because we've always been sort of probably banded together um I think I don't know I, I don't really know why I think people think that we just want a fast buck that we're not really interested in the people that we're placing we're only interested in the money that we can perhaps make from them and I think there's sometimes a, a misconception that people might see if you're looking at a temporary pay and charge rate people may see us paying one rate and charging something else but what they don't realize is all of the uh, legislative costs the national insurance the holiday pay accruals so they think you're absolutely making creaming it yeah yeah, yeah and the reality is far from the truth yeah I think so and the reality is far from that yeah yeah and, but then I think there are some bad recruiters out there Jared and that's yeah, why yeah. you know it only takes a few people to give the um, industry a, a yeah. bad name and I think obviously the consultant role is fundamentally about often about sales and I think perhaps p- part of the perception comes from HR managers and recruiting managers re- receiving phone call after phone call after phone call have you got any vacancies have you got any vacancies and it's not very intelligent it's not very consultative perhaps part of the perception comes from that you know just stop bothering me leave me alone you're a pain you're a pest and I think that's changed I think uh, recruitment agencies or at least good ones now are more consultative they're not just ringing up every week asking for vacancies they're engaging you know developing relationships so hopefully that's 
changing the perception. Yeah, and I think the businesses are accept us now as a, a part of um, their strategy. Um, and I think that helps us to be more credible. Certainly where we work in partnership with our larger clients, and we really understand their ethos and their culture, we're really recruiting for them, yeah. um, like as an, an extension of their team. And it's, it's interesting to get part of to be part of that um, and to understand the different business cultures and uh, and hopefully I think that's helping but there's lots of people that come into recruitment and go very quickly we have to be realistic within the industry and I'm sure it's not exclusive to recruitment there is a lot of turnover I think that people either come and go very quickly within 12 months and it isn't for them or they come, they might try and go at some point. I think I did once. Um, I think I tried to go into marketing once and somehow found my way back into recruitment. Um, or they stay forever because it's difficult to find a job that gives so much variety like this does. Yeah, I agree. I sometimes refer to the recruitment uh, the recruitment industry as being like the mafia. Once you're in, you can't get out. I and don't I think disagree. You, I think you're right. I think you either come in very briefly and you flirt with it and you find it's not for you or you're in and I think most people probably to be fair to say over the years and I'm the same as you I've thought about leaving it and I've, I've done st stuff that's strictly speaking outside of recruitment um, but I've always come back to it and and it's something I think I always will and I've struggled to find something I, you know I get the same enjoyment from as I, as I do with my current job and I think there's a lot to be said for that because there is variety you know it's it's stimulating it's rewarding um, and I enjoy the, the people interaction. You know, genuinely, if you think of all those people that have had a job opportunity because of the work you or we have done over the years, that's quite a big thing. Yeah, and, and definitely when, when somebody actually takes the time to say thank you to you, it's a really, really nice feeling. Doesn't happen very often. Just sometimes. <laughs> Maybe more to me than you. So, <laughs> I'm obviously not doing it right. <laughs> Maybe. So do you think that's it for life, Jared, or...? Have you got any? Have you got anything? Any plans? I don't. No, I think I'm. I think I'm fairly set. Um, depends how good ambitions are to me. <laughs> oh, I think we're I, doing okay. I can't imagine I'm going anywhere else. I, 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 like I said, I flirted years ago when there was talk of plumbers earning hundreds of thousands of pounds. I thought about becoming a plumber, not just out of the blue. I quite like DIY, <laughs> um, and I thought, no, no, it's not for me. Not for me. And, and like I said, I've sort of flirted with the idea of a career change, but yeah, no, I. I don't think so. I think I'll be. This is me set for, set for life. I'll still be doing it when I'm, hunched over my desk in my seventies, waiting for my pension to kick in. <laughs> I think that, uh, and as well, you know, at ambitions, we definitely buck the industry trend for the length of service of our managers. Oh. So I know you joke and say, you know, it depends how how well ambitions look after us. Yeah. But I've worked for ambitions twice. This time round, it's thirteen years. I know we've got a manager who joined us as a YTS. Um, and, you know, we've got many people work, who've worked for us for 15 or 20 years. And I actually, I think that's really indicative. We're saying that we do have people that come and go, and I wouldn't pretend that we didn't. Yeah. But actually, I see our management team, um, and many of them have developed through from consultants. And, yeah, yeah. and that, that's what's happened to me myself. I mean, I started as a temp consultant in Newark, and I've been the operations director for over 10 years now. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I agree. I think we do book the trend. I think the core of our business is managed and run and, and on a day-to-day -day basis delivered by people who've been here a long, long time. And that's, that's a significantly positive uh, thing to, you know, a positive indicator if you, if you ask me. A long way to continue. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>